Welcome to Don't You Know Sports, where we believe the salary cap in the NFL is a myth. And with that, I'd like to welcome all of you to the pod. I'm Ben. I'm joined by Michael Hiddings, Eric Schmidt, Mike Loftus, and Jacob Schwark tonight. And there was some big history over the weekend in the MLB. And I will leave, take it, give it over to Jacob Schwark. Dude, Miggy, let's go. I mean, three three thousand hits. Um, there been it, it doesn't sound like the crazy accomplishment that I think it, it actually is. Where you really get to how wild this accomplishment is is the three thousand hit and five hundred homer club is very 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 elite. I think there's seven, right? Six yeah, or seven. seven. Seven that have done both. Um, and then the other thing to put it in perspective now about this accomplishment, I mean, it's been at Comerica now. They've had the Miggy milestones in left center field. Um, they've been doing the home run. The home runs last year, he got it. And then they've been doing the hits. And the atmosphere down at Comerica this weekend was awesome. Uh, even the whole week. He went three for three on – Wednesday, I think it was, and then uh, next the next day, Aaron Boone freaking intentionally walks him, and and the the, the whole, it's like a sellout. I mean, Detroit hasn't had sellouts in a while, and everyone's down there to see history. They intentionally walk him, and Aaron Boone, like he's gonna be the most hated man in Detroit for the next decade probably because of that. <laughs> um, and then I we tried to go down. Me and my family tried to go down on. Friday and then they rained out and then Saturday we were going to go to this we went to the second game he obviously got it in the first game which was awesome but to put this in perspective with how wild of an accomplishment is I'm going to read you guys uh the next who do you guys think would be the next closest to 3,000 hits among That's active current, players current obviously. yeah active isn't players it like, isn't it Puve or yeah I was gonna uh, say Joey Votto maybe Votto would be a good uh, guess on my list that I have is Altuve. Not Altuve. Uh, who is at seventeen hundred right now? Oh, not even close. And he's and he's thirty two years old. How old is wow. Miggy? Do we so know? he's thirty eight or thirty nine. He's not forty. Thirty nine. Um, Freddie Freddie Freeman is second. He's also in the seventeen hundreds. He, he's also thirty two years old. Next closest they have on this list is Manny Machado, who's not even 30 yet. So yeah, who knows, you know, how his career yeah, will go. He he's he's about halfway. He's, like, never injured either. Right. Mike he's Trout. He's going to have to play till he's 40, but possibly. Mike Trout is about in the same boat as Machado, where he's where he's 30 and he's about halfway. He's got the injury um, issues, though. And then some of these other guys on here are not known as uh, – as, you know, major hits guys. You got Bryce, Hi- Bryce Harper on here that, that walks a ton. And you don't know if he's, he, that, that's what this says. Will he get enough pitches? Um, leads the league in walks. He's at 1300 right now. Xander Bogarts, who's 29 years old and he's got 1200. Ozzy Albies, Rafael Devers, and then Juan Soto and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. are on this list. And they're like what? not even 25 yet. 
So there might be your next one. I, Juan Soto is a left-handed Miguel Cabrera. He might be your guy if you're going to look at that next three thousand hit hitter. I mean, Machado, yes, if Machado can stay healthy, play till he's forty, he could do it. But I, there's just so much of Juan Soto that I look at and go, this was Miguel Cabrera 20-some-odd years ago with the Florida Marlins, just in left-handed form. The pure hitter, pure swing, drives the ball out of the ballpark with ease. That that could be your next guy. But you're still how many years away from that? Yeah, at it's, least 15. It's, yeah. It's, cra- it's crazy because we've seen it a few times. Pujols made it. Um, Omar Vizquel made it. We've seen it a few times in the last decade, I think. And it might be a very long time before we see it again. Mm-hmm. That's That was the cool part about it for me as a Tigers fan. It's like, dang, to put this whole thing in perspective, is is he, I mean, he's one of the all-time greats. And Pujols is right there with him. I mean, he's he's got, he's got Miggy in every category. You forget how good Pujols was in his prime because he hasn't been that great in a in a while but Pujols on the Cardinals was like untouchable absolutely it was one of the best hitters of all time and the other thing I'm looking up to here is how small the 3,000 list is there's only 33 people on the list and how long has the MLB been in existence it's actually incredible over 100 years oh yeah yeah in like 1793 not I may have the year it, off, one or two years. Seven what? The MLB being alive, pre Civil War, Eric? Right after the Revolutionary yeah. War. We got our independence, maybe <laughs> let's bring baseball into it. Let's go. Love it. I was sitting there, I was like, wait, did he just Eight, say 17? It's, it's late. You were 18, definitely thinking 1893. 1893. And I am all for the concept of founding fathers. Signs Declaration of Independence, and they're like, "What else do we got on the list to take care of? Baseball, baby, let's go!" First, first game, first game of the MLB season. George Washington's throwing out the first pitch, baby. Hey, there's a call. reason they call it America's pastime. <laughs> well, they've been playing it since before. Yeah. True, baseball's been around for, I mean, forever. Yeah, that is. Well, yes, America's pastime. Um. But that that accomplishment is is awesome. But did, who did you guys see his? Did anybody see his quote after that game? After the the three for four game? I listened to his speech. Um, and his speech was sweet too. But before he got it, he went three for four, and a reporter asked him about uh, getting to three thousand hits, uh, like the excitement of it and the crowd and blah blah blah. And they lost that game. Then he went three for four, and he literally his quote was like, "Who the f cares?" We lost the game. When has this game ever been about individual accomplishments? Like, straight up, you can still see it. Dude's 39. Dude wants to win a World Series in Detroit so bad. I love it. And he's not the same guy that he was. But that, to me, is like just makes you love the guy even more from, you know, my Detroit home roots uh, perspective. But Mm -hmm. I just love that perspective that he has at that. He's been playing for 20 years. He's one of the all-time great hitters, and he's still like, dude, I just I want to win. I want to win. Such, it's such a good role model for all those. I mean, you guys have such a young team over there. Right, Such right. a good role model. Passing the torch, right? Like, 
you got these young hitters now and pitchers that they've really drafted a bunch in the last four to five years that are really now coming up and, and, and it's their time, you know, and he's, he's a great, uh, like you said, role model for, to have for those young guys and hopefully they can, they can take it and run with it. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I also love the, uh, Jose Iglesias. Who's down the oh, Rockies? How he ran yeah. over, hugged him right away. I yeah, that, that was sweet. Cool. Yeah, that was sweet. Yeah. So, but um, moving on, then um, we'll discuss. Um, I think we should just go through and discuss the NBA playoffs a little bit, where everyone stands right now. I'm gonna save my Wolves ranting for last, I think. <laughs> but right. we'll 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 start and just go through the series. So, um, obviously, well, let's talk. Let's talk. I, I think first, how how bad are the Nets? <laughs> Very they good are, point. I do not enjoy watching anything about the Nets. They are atrocious to the eye. But or should we also ask how good are the Celtics? Celtics have been very good. I mean, they did only win by six, and they were playing like incredible. And the Nets looked like dog trash. And it was still a six-point game at the end, so I will give that to them. But yeah, I mean, KD does not. Uh, I mean, the Celtics have done a great job of frustrating KD the entire, like pretty much yep. from the get-go, and it's been the difference maker because Kyrie. I mean, I don't want to be that guy, but I mean, Kyrie, I think, has proved that he he can't be the. He's always had another star help him. LeBron, he's not, he can't be the just alpha. One. Yeah, he can't be the alpha. He can't be just the one it guy. He's not, he's not, he's not the bus driver, correct? He, yeah. he, he's Charles Robin. Barkley. I heard that today. <laughs> yeah. It was a funny, it was a funny little rant. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It's true, though. It is it true, is. though. It is. I mean, you, you see guys like talking championships and all this stuff, and some of them ride the coattails of these championships. Like, oh, I'm, I'm an NBA champ, blah, blah, blah. Show me the respect that I deserve. It's like if you are not driving the bus, then you don't get the right to talk that smack. Like you gotta you gotta keep showing it. And both both Kyrie, if Kyrie and Kevin Durant are on the same team, I don't care who you're playing, if you're gonna if you want to go down as an all-time great, you can't be getting bounced in the first round. Absolutely. I mean, they battled injuries, they had they have tough matchups, Celtics are good. Not taking anything away from the Celtics. Jason Tatum's a stud. But you can't get, especially, I'm not, and not even lose. It really comes out of it. You can't get swept. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, that's, it's, it's tough. You can't be getting lit up by Peyton Pritchard. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, what was the, Eric, what was the, the message you sent during uh, that Peyton game? Pritchard, Bruce Brown was a, Duel for the ages. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. It was the matchup everyone expected going into that game. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. I mean, and then obviously the point's been made, but Bruce Brown could only get 100 points that game because they're doubling up on KD the whole time. But right. Props to him for at least still putting up those points. Right, right. When, and when that's given the, the that's, opportunity. The, I mean, the biggest difference – to me, and I don't probably doesn't get talked about a ton is is NBA playoffs. You're playing the same team, you know, for two weeks straight, basically. If it, if it goes seven, 
So you're you have tons of different matchups and things that you can throw at people. In the regular season, you just go from game to game. You watch some film and you you, you know you put your you put your defensive strategies in there and your offensive plays, whatever, like how to attack, different stuff. But it's only one game. You have so much adjustments in an NBA playoff series to figure out different strategies that it really plays a factor. You can see it, like how, like you said, Dublin, Durant, things like that. Teams probably do that, but only parts of the game. Celtics are probably like, this is how we want to attack them this series. They see things that on the film and, and whatever, and they try and get the ball out of Kyrie and KD's hands because those are their biggest two offensive threats. It's just, it's very, very different. Like NFL playoffs, NFL, you have a, a week every week to, to watch film, prepare for your team. Same with playoffs. You have a whole week, watch film, prepare for your team. NBA, you're playing seven in a row against them, and you can you can tweak and change stuff way differently than maybe you played them in the regular season. So it's fascinating to me. Yeah. Uh-oh. This and... is just in, Victor Oladipo's back, baby. Is he? Who, I don't even know who he plays he's for now. He's on the Heat. Oh, I thought he was. He's, been, I, he's I, been out like he's been out like all year. And he, he was on the Rockets, bad. right? And then traded to the. Did he get traded to the Rockets? And then he went on to the, the Rockets heat. for a bit, yeah. But um, he's battled injuries a lot. Yeah. But going off last little tidbit on that Nets Celtics series is. Uh, we thought we'd see Ben Simmons in game four, and now he has lower back soreness, so he said he, they're going to sit him out game four, which is basically, I think, feel like them conceding to the fact that they're just going to lose this series and they don't yeah. want to try. 100%. Yeah. Throwing it in a towel. You hate to see it. Yep. Especially because I don't know, but I haven't seen Blake Griffin ruled out for tomorrow yet. And that man went through two world wars in about seven minutes of game time. <laughs> so... <laughs> Okay. Uh, the age of 33. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh, continuing on, Literally. since we talked about um, Victor Oladipo, um, I'd say we could probably talk about Miami-Atlanta. And it's got the vibe that Miami's up 2-1. Trey Young kind of get the buzzer beater the other night. Um, or not buzzer beater, but with four seconds left yeah, yeah. down the middle of the lane. Um, but currently, as we're recording this, uh, Miami is up 20, 18, about 20. Yeah, almost 20, 18 right now. And they're not the Minnesota Timberwolves, so they won't blow that lead. Yeah. So, and no Kyle Lowry. I mean, yes. Like, it's, it's really the Heat aren't playing great offense. The, the Hawks are just not up to par offensively with they, the Heat. I mean, they do not look the same that they did last year when they made the Eastern Conference Finals. They kind of just look out of sorts. I'm just looking at a box score, but but Trey Young is three for ten from the field, mm. three for nine from three. He's only taken one shot inside, and I feel like his floater game and layup combinations and things like that are are one of his huge strengths. And if he's not able Crucial. to do that, then that's problematic, big time problems for them. They've been so, they've done a Crucial. they've done a pretty good job of containing him to the perimeter too. Yeah. Um. They were talking about that on the halftime show, their ability to kind of make, keep him at a very long distance where we're talking like Steph range, like which is what Trey does, but they're like forcing him to take those shots rather than being able to dribble drive and do 
the crazy stuff he can do with a basketball. They're limiting to what he can do. So, kudos to uh, the Heat. I have a dumb thought. Tell me if it's dumb or not. Um, <laughs> are the Heat, like, I was looking at it today, and I'm like, are they the, one, are the most underrated, and two, are they the worst one seed ever? <laughs> I can see I can see how you land on that. It definitely may I, I that kind of makes sense in my mind. Yeah. You could say that. Like I I'm 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 no disrespect to they got really good role players. That's why they're really good. But I'm a Pistons fan. I'm a Pistons fan. Yeah, it is hash you're right. Hashtag heat culture. Um I'm yeah. a Pistons fan and and we always have a it's, it seems like right now it's, it's constantly a bunch of role players and we don't have the, the dudes to take us to the next, you know, get them to the playoffs, get them to make a run. I mean, Jimmy Butler is, is very good and Kyle Lowry is very good and Bam Adebayo has been very good for parts of his career. Like, those are really good pieces, but I don't say any of them are top 15 players in the league. No. And, no. and they're the one seed – and then they got Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson and Max Strus. They got guys that, that splash the three. But it's like, holy smokes, like are people aren't taking them seriously. Could they actually like make a run and and win an NBA championship? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, they were in the finals in the COVID year against right. LeBron. Right. So. And this but team's they were not that far removed from the bubble. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's the NBA now. You make you make threes. You know, you make threes, you play defense. That's that's the Heat's M.O. Heat culture, playing defense, team defense, all that stuff. And then Jimmy Butler, you know, mid-range layups and then kicking it out to all those shooters. That That's how they win. So, I don't know. That was just a – I just watching that today, I'm like, it feels – that that series feels like a 4-5 matchup. And it's the 1-8 yeah, yes. matchup. Yeah. You know? Yeah, the East definitely stepped it up this year, though. I mean, they they were pretty solid through and through. They had, I mean, every team in the East in the play-in even had a winning record, mm-hmm. which the West didn't have that. I mean, so the, I mean, the NBA like, has balanced big time yes, in the last two years the, or so. The top, the, the the top top teams in terms of record always are still coming from the West, but they there's a lot more parity in like the middle group where we're seeing through and through that um, like the East is actually very, very, very competitive, especially on the bottom half. Like some of those bottom half teams can beat those upper half teams. I feel like. Right. Right. All right. um, In those small spaces of time where the super teams aren't all the ones at the top. Correct. The Suns are the one seed. The Heat are the one seed. Your Celtics are two. Right, it's just and the Grizzlies aren't really a super. Grizzlies are two. Grizzlies, Grizzlies are two. Grizzlies are two. Right. Yeah. Fun fact for you Fun guys. Time. Fun fact: since we hadn't heard Victor Oladipo's name mentioned in a long while, uh, yeah, Miami acquired him in March of 2021. That's right. He's been okay. with the Heat for over a year. He's just been hurt a ton. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's that's how long it's been since we've seen him on a court. Yeah. All right. Um, let's do quick. Uh, let's do. I don't think this one needs to be that long. Quick. Um, Raptors. Sixers. Well, yeah. I mean, Philly's gonna Philly's gonna 
take care of business. Philly should close that out. They should close out on the next game. Yeah, James Harden's still fat. Yeah. Um, um, Joel Embiid's really good at basketball. Thaddeus Young put him on the ground, though, with that sick crossover step back. It was glorious. Thaddeus Young still... He's not He's not a grandfather yet. Yo, you... <laughs> no, he is not. He, he's out here schooling Joel Embiid on the court. All right. <laughs> All right, well, that's all I need to know about that series. Yeah. Um, um, and then Mike, Mike, Bucks are rolling. Bucks are back, baby. Three one, right? Out Middleton, they're cruising. Grayson Allen's on fire. Yeah, Grayson Allen balled out tonight. And all, the, all and the Bucks, all Bucks fans across the country. I received a text today from a from a buddy in Wisconsin that said. I cannot believe Grayson Allen's becoming one of my favorite Bucks players. I know if he continues this, we might have to forgive the 2015 finals. Maddie, right? Like all <laughs> oh. all the Badger fans hate Grayson Allen. He was, this, he was the freshman freshman white dude that came off the bench that you know sparked that run against Wisconsin. So everyone's always hated him in there, and now now he's on the Bucks and. Chris Middleton gets hurt and he pops off for 26 or 27 points, whatever it was, made six threes today. Yeah, people are so, asking, is he the next stuff? It, I mean, yeah, people are asking. So, uh, I, th- I think also what people helps. Are also uh, answering, people are also answering no, but we're still <laughs> asking. The, the question is being asked. Yeah. I think what also helped Wisconsin fans get uh, are, that are that are more accepting of Grayson Allen now is, I mean, they had Brad Davison on the Badgers. He's he, he's the same guy as Grayson he's, he's Allen the same was. Guy. Yeah, they're the same player. Like, they, yeah, but we they choose got used to, to ignore me. that. Yep. <laughs> so, my, my, I'm sure my my wife is in the far minority of America that likes Wisconsin and Duke, so she <laughs> has embraced. Grayson Allen and Brad Davison. Most people have hated both of them. Cringe. I have loved Grayson Allen because I was a Duke guy. I do not like Brad Davison. There are very <laughs> few Wisconsinites that I know that like Duke. Right. Exactly. In fact, exactly. zero. It's a, it's a, it's, she's in rare company. She's in yeah. rare company. <laughs> so, all right, let's go to the West. Okay. Um, well, I think we have a great series, what it looks like it's going to be, between the Jazz and the Mavericks. Yeah, that's been awesome. That's been amazing. And I'm I'm absolutely astounded by the Mavs being able to keep up without Luka as well as they have. They've played great without Luka, and that's been awesome to watch. And he played game four, right? Um, I am currently looking at that. Me too. Um, but I know, yeah, he was out, and Jalen Brunson. Yes, he did. He did. Jalen Brunson popped off a couple times. Yeah, they were big time underdogs. Vegas had them as as pretty Wait, large spreads. I'm pretty sure they've lost both games Lucas played in, and they've won both games where he didn't play. Where he didn't play. I think Jalen Brunson is is should they should trade Luca and start Jalen Brunson. Uh-oh. He's the future. Uh oh. Controversy brewing. <laughs> Bad news for the Mavs. <laughs> Who's your true? Uh, uh, Luca Luca did not play the first three. Oh, he did not play the first three. Okay. Yeah. So they lost game one without him, and then Mavericks won the next two without him. Yes. Lost game four by one. 
Yeah, so people are asking Jalen Brunson's future for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I've heard, Michael, have you heard that? Pistons rumors for him. I for Jalen Brunson to the Pistons? Yes. They got I'd some be cap okay space. with that. Pistons got some cap space. Let's make you that know, happen. You know they're stud. Let's make so, that happen. Three-guard rotation of Killian, Brunson, and Cade. And then you get Boncaro or Jabari Smith on the wing. Come on now. Pistons winning the night, uh, the title next year? Uh, for the next decade, maybe. People are asking. No. People are asking. People, people are saying are, no. People are wondering. You guys people both are saying no. don't Back. take Chet. You're not taking Chet. You're going to lose. True. No. <laughs> Um, moving on to the next uh, Western Conference game, uh, Warriors Nuggets, which is this can be a brief one, pretty much. Um, the Warriors are good again. Jordan really Poole good. is the third splash. The Warriors brother, are very, and it's absolutely electric. Pool party every game, baby. It's so yes. cool watching him as a Michigan fan. Like, like he's he he like kill it. They're like on social media. They're like changing their nicknames because he's that good. They're like not the Splash Brothers anymore. They have all these other, you know, names they're putting for him. I'm like, dude, this this guy came from Michigan. He they're literally changing their brand because they got a third S- Splash Brother, basically. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. It's cool it is party. crazy. If and you Nicole- would have told me coming out of Michigan that he was going to be that, I would have been surprised. But he went to the one franchise that could make him that and he had the ability he always could shoot it was the consistency in college goes to the warriors you you knew they were going to find a way to develop him yeah you should be on two of the greatest shooters of all time and clay and steph in terms of made threes like wow (laughs) you're gonna pick up a few things and learn how to be consistent with your shot learn a few tips and tricks i mean like and steve kerr who is also a very good three-point shooter back in his day. Like quick, quick shout out Jordan Poole's buzzer beater uh, over Houston, and I think it was Ben was watching that game with me, and I like jumped on our kitchen uh, countertop, and like that was like one of the craziest sports moments of my entire life. I actually have a fun fact about that. That was I had just came back from my first date with my now wife Allie. Nice, nice. <laughs> and we sat down to watch nice. the end of the game, and Jordan Poole hit the shot. And I went absolutely <laughs> nuts. Never forget that. I will never forget that sports <laughs> moment. Oh. Okay. All right, so, yeah, the Warriors are good. Nicole Jokic is insane, but he needs help. Yes. Jamal Murray being injured is bad for the Nuggets. Yes. That 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 was a killer. If I mean, they had them, it might have been a good team a series. But right. Um, so, yeah. Um, we got one other West Conference one. It is the Phoenix, have, New Orleans. Phoenix, Phoenix. Yep. And they Phoenix is good. Phoenix is good at basketball. Chris Paul can turn it on when he wants to. Still, yes. he's ageless. He hasn't um, had a turnover since the first game, which is absurd. Yeah, yeah that's wild. I, so. that's, that's, <laughs> you're very factual, Eric. Big, big points for Eric there. I have always compared Eric to Chris Paul. Yeah. Like, 
it I, is. I call myself CPE all the time. So CPE. <laughs> you look alike too. That's great. Oh. Um. Yeah. The Suns are just better. The they should. Yes, I mean, I have. They. They. It's a little nerve. They're without Devin Booker, and right. since he's been out, the Pelicans have made those two games close. Well, they won one, and they made the other one close. So it's it's a little nervous, but they're they should be able to get through it without an issue. Still, Chonk Chonk Zion's not coming back anytime soon. <laughs> Pelicans need that to you know to be a legit contender. Yes, Brandon Ingram's great, and uh, CJ McCollum's really good. Obviously, those those players are both fantastic, but they need they need more. Yes, they absolutely need more. So, um, all right, Ben. It's your time. Yep, I'll give you. I, I want to preface. I want to preface first for you, okay? <laughs> I mean, like, we we met uh, this this group chat was messaging throughout, and it was it was a like, holy smokes, the wolves look really good. And you had said on the last podcast you felt good about the matchup, and and everything was falling into place for the wolves to upset the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies have not been there before. This is John Rance, like you know, it's their first time really being a top contender, and then they're up twenty whatever in the first half, and then they kind of blow the lead, and it's like a seven point game at halftime, and it's like okay, this game's the Grizzlies are going to come back and win, and in the third quarter, the Memphis where Timberwolves come out and punch them in the face again, and I'm sitting with my wife at Buffalo Wild Wings, I'm like oh my gosh, they went up twenty whatever again, they definitely are going to win now. And then it happens again. Like it was, it literally was two, two huge blown leads. It wasn't like up 25 down to like 14. It was 25 to, to like seven or five. Like it was single digits. And then they got it back up to 25. And then they still failed you. Yeah. Um, Sell the team. I, I, yeah. So I'm also going to preface at one when they went up at their largest lead in the first half, it was up 26. And I messaged in our, in our Don't You Know Sports group chat, and I said, the Minnesota fan in me feels like they're going to blow this lead. And yes. I, I yes. said it, and I kind of felt it in my gut. And I, I said that was healthy. I said that was healthy for you to say that. Yes, yes, it was. And ultimately, what happened was, I mean... I I can't even say it. I'm just I was so frustrated. <laughs> I could see your blood boiling right now. Like your I'm face, face is actually red, red right now. Yeah. Like <laughs> Carl Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, what a I mean, this is not this is three of the five postseason games, including the playing game that he has played in. He has been an absolute joke out on the court. He's sitting there complaining to the refs every two seconds about a foul call there yeah. it's very obvious he committed like it's not even like arguable and he's right. more focused and this is what happens it's been the it's his entire career as a whole has been this complaining ways when he doesn't get his way if he's not feeling it on the court shooting wise he starts to just talk to the refs and blame the refs for everything he starts talking blaming doesn't focus on the game and he's it's an issue and he needs to figure it out and, and he's a max player he's a max yeah, player exactly like, and it's it's unacceptable that the fact they blew that lead and i mean 
all he had to do was just stay on the court and not be in foul trouble and score a few more buckets, and they win that game. Like, they just needed a few more buckets. Right. D'Angelo Russell was carrying the team, and he was doing the majority of the work. He just needed to do a little bit, and that was it. And he couldn't do anything. Um, I've lowered my angry level. I did say sell the team. or I, And when I say sell the team, I mean move them to Seattle, like to do something with yep. them. I've lowered my anger level. I'm more just angry at Cat now more than anything for just how he behaved. And because it, it really just all came down to him and his fault and the terrible coaching decision to not call a timeout on a 21-0 run once when you have Bulls, three timeouts. Bulls by mind. That's wild. Just, he, and I, I've heard one of the announcers or maybe it was on sports center the next day they were saying like that's the old phil jackson method like phil jackson used to do that with like the bulls and the lakers i'm like yeah because they have mj and kobe who are going to take the ball and score like we, do you think carl anthony towns is going to do that no he, he's he's trash Get he's good a kid. shell of himself right yeah. now and then of course i didn't watch i didn't and then We'll go to the next game. I didn't watch it. I just kind of checked my phone periodically to see what the score was. You needed, but, you needed, you needed to take a brief hiatus. Yes. I, I've come yeah. to the grips. And, I mean, Towns balled. And I'm still mad at him because he's, he's take one, he took one step in the right direction. But anytime he does this, it seems like he takes six steps back the next game. Right. So, right. like, I don't trust him at all to save my life. They, they were up 17 in the third quarter in that game, and they only won by one. They almost blew another lead. Yeah. Like, but there was a protest, so they're 3-0 protest games. So that's fact. I did see that. Did you guys see the video of that? Yeah. That was fantastic. The, the, that, that security guard, what reflexes. Was on wow. it. Just you staring her down the whole time. Yeah. Staring her down. Staring dagger She's ready. into the back of her head. Um, yeah. That was but, tremendous. Yeah. I think the line deserves a her. raise. Give yes. him a raise now. Absolutely. I think he was going to be disappointed if she, like, chickened out. Yeah. He well, was, right. Wait, wasn't the security guard like, a female? He was so ready. No. I thought it was a, a female. Okay. Well, either way, the Lions need to sign him. True. <laughs> Get that All defense. about that. All yeah. about that. Bring some energy to the defense. You can never have too many pass rushers. That Madden awareness Did you rating. See how 99. he got through the line? Biting kneecaps kind of person, Swim and we're all about that. Yeah. Biting kneecaps kind of person. <laughs> well, with that, I'll make – it seems like we're itching for some football talk based on that comment. Yes, so I think with we are. that, I'll make one more Timberwolves comment, and then we'll jump into there. Just – I am – as a Timberwolves fan, I, I just saw a lot of people defending Carl Anthony Towns now after this good game. It's like, no, no, no. You, we need to hold him accountable – at every single game because he's done this before and he yeah. did it in game one after the Clippers playing game where he balled out in game one and we took the first game of the series like he did it and then he shut mentally shut down the next two games like so he need there's there needs to be accountability held if you're a max player and I think it starts with the coaching staff needs to be more accountable of him too because they just treat him like that star player and they act like he's Jordan, MJ, LeBron, like, you're good, man, but they need to be on him about it, and they they need to start doing it more. Yeah. But transitioning to the NFL, we promised you NFL offseason talk, Woo. and uh, that's going to be the rest of the podcast here. So football. I think 
everyone was pretty excited for this part of the podcast. Um, so with that being said, um, I think we just going to start with the biggest position bomb group of this whole offseason, which you, I mean, you could argue quarterback, but I'm going to say it's wide receivers because the contracts have been absolutely nuts. The trades have been nuts. It's been, I mean, wide receivers are all over the place, are in different teams. It's crazy. Contracts are crazy. Debo Samuel now wants to move. It's everything's going crazy. So, uh, I mean, we'll, I'm going to hand it actually off to Jacob Schwark because he has, well, I suppose I could hand it off to Mike too, but I'm going to hand it off to Jacob Schwark to talk about Tyree Kill at first and how he feels about the Dolphins with Tyree Kill. I, I hate the Dolphins, man. <laughs> I get like this is a Midwest sports podcast, and and this is one of the only teams that we that I, we have as a collective group that's that's not in the Midwest. But the Dolphins are so annoying. Like they got Tua, and they're back in Tua, and like I want to be a Tua believer, but I'm not gonna be all in on Tua until I see it, and I haven't seen it yet. And then they go and they get Tyree Kill, and I'm like. Stop making me want to believe. Like, <laughs> that's the type of move that's like, he's perfect for Tua. He's perfect. And I don't want to think that they could actually be contenders because I don't think they can be contenders yet. And my whole life, I have never known a contender in for the Super Bowl, ever. And now you got Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill, who are two guys you can just throw them a... Uh, five-yard slant and take a ticket to the crib. So I, I love the move. I, I couldn't care less about the NFL draft now. We have no picks. So, <laughs> I mean, I have no interest in that right at this point. Um, you've got some serious speed on that roster now. Like That, that brings Tua back to Alabama where he was really good. Yeah. He's got all these targets here. And 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 Mike Kosicki's a good tight end, and he's back, and he's a big target, high point tight end, like a good red zone guy to have, because Waddle and Hill aren't big guys, so like they they really do have the offensive weapons. They have to, I mean they 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 had, they already addressed the offensive line, um, signing the New Orleans Saints tackle Armstrong Armstead, Taron Armstead, Armstead. Yeah. And so that's a good that's a good get. He's not always healthy, so hopefully he can well, stay when healthy. When he's healthy, he's all pro caliber. Very good, right? Yeah. So oh, I that's mean, a huge signing. It is. They just gotta the offensive line's got to be better. That I do give to a little grace from that because every year he's been in the league, they've had a bottom bottom eight offensive line in the at, league. At, at least it, it's usually probably right. bottom five. It's pretty right. horrible. It's been bad, and it's really hard to be a good quarterback in the NFL with a terrible offensive line. Josh Allen sucked for a couple years, two years, and now he's a top at least five, maybe top three quarterback, Mm -hmm. right? So, again, I mean, by the time NFL season gets here, my hopes will be high, and I'll I'll look like an idiot because they'll probably go nine and eight and miss the playoffs. Well, do remember though that the Dolphins probably aren't done yet. They still got like twenty million worth in cap, like to work with this year, this off season. So they can still sign right. some more guys, even if they don't stop have a draft. Stop getting my hopes up more. <laughs> I'm just saying they're they're in good position. If they get another offensive lineman, I just I mean, love, I love football they could be so they could be much. dangerous. I love watching football. It's the best. 
What are your thoughts on Devontae Parker going to the Patriots? I don't care. Don't care? Nah, he's fine. Devontae Parker's stats last year, he was like 500 yards and four touchdowns. Like, he was, like he's this. good. Yeah, but who is he throwing? To, or who is throwing to him? The, the GOAT, Tua. The GOAT. <laughs> yeah. No, he was hurt, though. He's been banged. He gets banged up yeah. a lot, too. He's not. And they, but and he's they talented. Have, he's pretty talented. They have Waddle, and they have Hill now. And they signed Cedric Wilson from Dallas. So, I mean, there's not enough spots at this yeah. point. So, it is, it is what it is. Um, yeah, I think we should go to Mike next. Yeah, I was um, gonna say Devontae, um, Devontae Adams Devontae. is gone, and the Packers are gonna lose every game this year. They make a yes, I'm, I'm very, very sad. You know, Devontae's <laughs> obviously been one of my favorite Packers of all time. Just like watching him his first couple seasons, where he, I mean, he had to have some of the mo- some of the worst drops I've ever seen, and then he turned into, I mean, some of the best hands that you've ever seen in your entire life on a football field. So it sucks that he's gone. Um, I do know the Packers did offer him a contract very similar to what the Raiders did. Uh, unfortunately, Devontae did choose the Raiders over the Packers. The Packers were trying to make it work, but it didn't work out, unfortunately. Sometimes you just Derek, need to change the scenery. Because Derek yeah, well, Carr he, is better than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Derek I mean, who wouldn't, wouldn't rather have Carr <laughs> pass him to They Rodgers. did play together they, at, at Fresno. They it is true. And they kind of balled out in Fresno, too. So. Yeah, how did they not? They should have won a natty. Right? <laughs> Um, but yeah, so obviously I'm really sad and the Packers have a lot of work to do. I mean, we have Sammy Watkins as our number one wide receiver, so maybe, maybe we don't have a lot of work to do. I feel like we're probably set the lizard King, the lizard King. Um, (laughs) no, I'm excited for what the Packers do. I don't think that they're going to trade up in the draft because I think they want to, I want to, I think they want to keep all the picks. They, they have a pretty good foundation on the roster, competitive, but they don't have the depth. So I could see them taking uh, – I'm hoping they take a wide receiver in the first round. I don't think they do, but I hope they do. Um, Can't wait till they take a quarterback again. A <laughs> backup, backup. <laughs> backup, backup. Um, this is a very quick side note. The last NCAA football game that was made was 2012, correct? 2014. 14. Oh, 14. Oh. Okay. Denard Michael. Robinson on the cover, yeah, baby. from Michigan. Michael. Michael, next time we play NCAA football, I'm going to be Fresno State because Derek Carr and, and uh, Devontae Adams are on there. That's oh, my right. goodness. They would be on that. They're, they're on 13. Oh. 13. Oh and Carr was drafted in 13. That's but wild. I, I do want to say, though, uh, going back to the Packers, um, I do want to say that it seems odd to me. Like, I don't really know what's going on in that locker room with – the like the GM, the scouts, the coaching, and everything, because we clearly have free agency issues. I mean, we have Devontae Adams. I mean, obviously, so we had that huge issue with Brett Favre, and then obviously Aaron Rodgers didn't really want to stay with the Packers, and they figured it out. But Devontae Adams too. So all these stars don't want to stay in Green Bay. So what is going on there? It it's are do they not value their stars or like what's? I'm not really sure. I think the situation. It, people, it's becoming more and more, I think, clear recently is a lot of, like, free agents. They want to go to the big city locations. Like, it's like Aaron Rodgers did say it. He's like, people don't come to Green Bay for the weather or the location. They come to play with me, which was very narcissistic of him to say. But at the same time, <laughs> it's very factual. Like, you, true. Don't, you come to Green Bay to win a championship. Like, you, n- people don't like cold weather, really. Like, and you're playing outside in winter, which is an awesome atmosphere. But at the same time, you're 
risking injury more out there in that kind of weather. Like that, that was some shade that you threw at Rodgers, though. It was what he said was that he <laughs> wanted the Packers to allow him to um, be be a part of the negotiations for free agents, and they wouldn't let him do that. He wanted to be the tipping point. Yeah, so, but he, but it, 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 I my my quote was still accurate. He said that he just had more context to the quote. <laughs> what yeah, I everyone, said, he did say. <laughs> but everyone I'm just saying that everyone. I know everyone in this chat or everyone here hates Rodgers. I'm gonna stand up for my man. You know, if it's taken out of context, I gotta stick up for him. I know everyone that here up, wants but... you. If you're an NFL player, you definitely want to go play at the the frozen tundra Lambeau Field. <laughs> I mean, it's the most, it's probably the most iconic, one of the most iconic sporting venues, top five sporting venues. I mean, come on. Absolutely. I don't care if it's not a big city. But, but you don't want to live, we- you don't want to live, you know, weather year round, like you don't want to live there, like is kind of my thought process. Like people, my wife would argue with you. I Well, yeah, then. she's from Green Bay. It's different. Wow. Well, the person <laughs> from Green Bay wants to stand up for Green Bay. Shocking, <laughs> I know. Going back to my original point, yes, I do think obviously weather does play a big part in signing free agents. You know, obviously you'd rather be in LA than 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 Green Bay. That's just a fact. But I do think that there's something else going on with like our GM and everything. I, I it feels weird to me that we've had multiple stars have animosity towards the people who are trying to sign them, but not necessarily try to sign them. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like there's that does make sense. There's tension. There's always tension with our stars, and that feels weird. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, okay, I would I, can I get make can I make a weather point? Yeah. <laughs> that to me is the most annoying thing as a Dolphins fan. The fact that Miami is like like one of the destinations to I, that go. Is fair. Sorry. And the Dolphins have not been good in 20 years. <laughs> like, <laughs> what better place to go to like have parties and nice weather and all this stuff? And the Dolphins have sucked for 20 years well it might be oh changing. my gosh it i be changing it. soon i think i think maybe it's a combination of weather and gm the, the dolphins had some questionable gm stuff over the last few years yeah, pretty putrid yeah Far so. be it for me to to knock stephen ross because he donates so much money to the university of michigan athletics program true go blue i can't say he's a great owner you know, like hey, at least just, you got owner. He I can't always either. seems to be making poor GM hires, getting in the way of moves being made. You know, and I think some of that's coming to light now with uh, you know situations going on. So you have poor ownership. It it stems from the top down. You're not going to have a great franchise. Look at the Detroit Lions and who I root for. So yeah. <laughs> Oh, also, I'm not sure that if I said this on the last pod, but um, I am the owner of the Packers. Oh, yes, you are. Yes. yes. Yeah, that's um, true. So uh, you're welcome, Packer fans, for re-signing Aaron Rodgers. I, I <laughs> vowed that I'd use my leverage to keep him here, and, and I was successful. So You obviously you didn't have any say in how much he got paid, though. Um, <laughs> I wanted him here for a very long time. That's all I'm going to say, Ben. <laughs> Touche, touche. Um, where, um, Bob Woods went to Tennessee, correct? Yes, he did. Yes, yes. Oh, Bob yeah. Woods, another big wide receiver. Julio Jones off the roster. He's a free agent. Yeah. Oh, okay. Julio, Julio. 
Um, Mari no Cooper to the Browns. I, I, I bet all oh, yeah, Packer fans to the Browns. I bet all Packer fans think Julio Jones is going to the Packers and then he won't go there. I haven't heard anything about it, and uh, <laughs> it doesn't sound like Packer fans want Julio here either. We're sick of I mean, I, broken I down swear, old people on our team. I swear, for the last three to four years, every time a wide receiver is on the market. Pack friends are like, oh, he's coming to Green Bay. Oh, yeah, and I play so <laughs> into that, too. Yeah. Like, oh, he's coming, Odell like, Beckham? Odell yeah, Beckham? Yeah, oh, he's coming to Green Bay. Green Bay. He's coming to Green Bay. D- DK, Green Bay. AJ Brown, yeah. D- uh, Green Bay. All three. Just give us that whole draft Terry class. Terry McLaurin, Green Bay. Oh, yeah, McLaurin. Terry yeah. McLaurin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all those guys are, like, there's tension with, the, with their contract talks, and they're clearly all coming to Green Bay, so I'm pretty pumped for that. Oh. And they'll still lose to San Francisco in the playoffs. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Can't wait. I'm so sick of San Francisco. I'm just we just not talk like anything about San Francisco tonight. Let's just cut it out. I don't well, want to talk about okay. Debo because Debo because he's going to be a Green Bay Packer. That's cool. What? Uh, he <laughs> might supposedly be a Detroit Lion. I was going to say, I think actually, yeah, he, one interested. of his final yes. one of the three teams interested is the Detroit Lions. And yeah, Jets, as much as I would oh. love to see that, it doesn't make sense to me for the Lions timeline. Like, why would now, they give a massive contract to a wide receiver when they're really not trying to win right now? Like, Debo doesn't Johnson fit their... all over again. Right. Exactly. Having the guy waste his prime. Right? They're, like, they're, I, I, what's the point? It's a little premature. Get fans, get fans in the stadium again. Maybe. Uh, and um, then I ruin what like we're it. trying to accomplish, which is have a lot of cap space after this season, because after this season, the Lions can – move on from Jared Goff and not have to pay any cap penalty. All of their contracts, Jared Goff's they have, the they've signed a bunch of one-year guys this offseason. You know, they're taking a flyer on um, DJ Shark for one year, $12 million. Love that move. Just it. Cause they're, they're, DJ nothing. Shark, dude, 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 And he's got Shark, talent. Dude, like, dude, he's dude. got talent. He's been to a Pro Bowl. Yeah, he's been hurt. The Lions aren't trying to win this year. They might get lightning in a bottle, and if it doesn't work out, okay, see ya. But the Lions like aren't it. trying to win until, like, 2025. Why go spend— twenty More like 2050. So, okay, the Lions, <laughs> yeah. We've been what trying to win since 1960. We haven't done it. <laughs> Rebuild year 53, my, is it? My like, father— yeah. My father has a T-shirt that says "Rebuilding since 1959" or whatever. Yeah, it says. Yeah. Isn't his fantasy yeah. football name "Rebuild Year Number" and then he just yes. increases and then he the just changes the year every year? Point or whatever. Yes. I love Shout it. Shout out Doug Schwark. Thank you for your amazing oh fantasy football team name every year. Uh, Doug Schwark, what a guy! Getting <laughs> my favorite. He's a man. He's a man. Did you guys see the 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 video of Debo Samuel? So he's in a nightclub, and there's a sign that says the Debo staying in San Francisco, and then it zooms in on Debo, and he's doing the the cut face. He's like, <laughs> he's no, like no, 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 stop <laughs> that. <laughs> tough scene for San Francisco. Oh my! Mike, can you share that with the group? I've not yeah, seen I need. Yeah, see yeah, yeah, I will. I'll try to find it. It was. It was. It was. That was classic. Yeah. He's like laughing and he's like yeah. going nuts in the bag. He's like, nah, man, nah. <laughs> I mean, I think the team that makes the most sense for Debo just because of their interest in um, Tyreek Hill was, is the Jets. Yep. Like the Jets are pushing for a top tier receiver. They got two first round picks. I mean, they, they need to get some weapons for Zach Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like it's 
it sounds like it's going to be a king's ransom is what they're saying if they trade him at all was what san francisco says and the reason i think they're communicating with detroit and green bay and um the jets is because they have draft capital and it's that they're like we can get draft capital from them and it's clear front runners for them because if they can convince one of them to part with an extra high pick that they wouldn't get elsewhere then that's huge for them yeah and with how deep the receiver class is in this draft they can find their guy to replace Debo I mean yeah. they, there are guys in this draft that and Kyle they, Shanahan's a genius so yes he is <laughs> Yeah, so uh, other big moves uh, in L.A. So OBJ obviously gone, and then they signed Allen Robinson from the Bears. Yes. Bears decided to replace their number one with Byron Pringle and Equinemius St. Brown. Byron Pringle, of whom just got arrested, so I think he's going to be a future Raider soon. <laughs> nice. Well, actually, fun fact, the, the team with the most arrests since, the two, since 2000 is the Minnesota Vikings. Yes. <laughs> that's my favorite stat that, as a Packer fan because they were all they all got arrested for the same thing you, like 20 of them got arrested for the boat party yeah, reading about that on Wikipedia party. I was dying I it, I couldn't handle it the it, it, details it, that Wikipedia right. went into it's a little too rated R for the podcast probably but if you want to <laughs> if you want to look at that just type of Vikings boat party and you'll find the Wikipedia page real quick <laughs> yep <laughs> See, I want to see arrest stats for teams minus the boat party, just to see if that's like an outlier. Uh, I think see the Vikings the would be ranked. up there, but I don't know about the Raiders are up there and the Bengals were up there, I believe. Oh yeah, brother! Everyone <laughs> just talks about the Steelers being dirty. Um, all right, uh, that was my question. Actually, I was, I was, I've been sitting on this one. So, Eric, this is mainly for you. But I think the most in there's two in two divisions that are the most intriguing to me next year. One is obviously the AFC West because quarterbacks are loaded yes. there. But I think the other one is the AFC North. Mm-hmm. What are your vibes on the AFC North for next year, Eric? As of now, obviously we're early. We're we're in freaking April. No more juju. No, no more juju, which is bad juju for me. <laughs> is Joe Burrow is Joe Burrow just going to run the division or no one the Browns going to no stop being the Browns? Run the division. No one can ever run the division in the North though, just because they can the NFC North, up. baby. Everyone gets beat up so much, and then it just turns into oh, this team actually had their quarterback the whole season as opposed to missing it for half of it. But something's going to happen to the Browns. They'll be the Browns again. Bengals would probably be pretty good. And then I can't see how the Ravens don't bounce back from whatever happened to them last year. When they had probably 75 people on the injury report, if you total it up, give or take a couple guys. 75, the entire roster size? Plus 22. Expanded roster? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it has to have been. (laughs) <laughs> they had they had like twenty guys injured before the season even started. Yeah, they went through what three running backs, four running backs before the season started. Yeah, that was detrimental. People didn't, I've... 
I yeah. felt bad for them. Yeah, that was that was an unfortunate season for them. So they they have to come back. I mean, they're never that bad. At least they didn't lose their main running back, Lamar. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw that one out there. I mean, and he's got he's got to be better than he was last year too. I don't, I can't see that being. I just don't get. It. I agree. I think he better. definitely regressed. Yeah. Yeah. Do we think the Browns are going to be the Browns again this year, or are they going to do more? Or does it all depend on Deshaun Watson's suspension status? Who shall I mean, not be named. I think that it's, it depends on the suspension. It depends on the suspension. I mean, I, and even then, it's okay, he plays. He hasn't played in over a year. Like, there's going to be some rust on Deshaun Watson. And but, I mean, they got him a weapon three. immediately. They got him Amari Cooper, and they have a really good offensive line. I mean, that's, it's a yes. top top five easy in the nfl um so i mean that's i mean that's that's huge they they did they did not sign jarvis landry back so i don't really know who like their number two is going to be but the browns are in desperation right now they're with two other young quarterbacks two young quarterbacks who did more than baker did i mean Cleveland was supposed to be the team in Ohio that was building up and going to make a push. And a year after they win a playoff game, the other team in Ohio went, that went 4-12 and 12 the year before goes to the Super Bowl. Yep. So they needed to make a push. So I get why they went all in on Deshaun Watson. And I can't blame Deshaun Watson at first for going, oh, man, I ain't going to Cleveland. And then Cleveland's like, hold the phone. Yeah, we'll just give you we'll $250 million you, guaranteed. You're right, right. Now, all of a sudden, Deshaun's like, yeah, maybe Cleveland's not that bad. Maybe I will go play in Cleveland for that money. Guaranteed. So. <laughs> I don't know how hot of a take it would be, but, I mean, we'll see when we get closer to the regular season. But I could see a team like the Bengals made the Super Bowl last year. They could miss the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a I don't division. think that's a hot take at all. It wouldn't surprise me if they missed the playoffs. That division's that, different every year. It and the AFC West, off. the AFC West is guaranteed at least one wild card spot. Guaranteed. Absolutely. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way they're not getting at least two. And you still have an AFC East that has Buffalo and Miami and New England who will possibly compete for a wild card spot. New England is always going to compete. It doesn't yeah. matter who's on that roster. They're always going to have a good record. Miami is just a complete wild card. We have no idea. Midwest. Um, Midwest sports update: Brewers just took the lead one to zero in the top of the ninth inning over the Phillies. Let's go! They're on Sunday night baseball. Huge for the program. Also, Christian okay. Christian Yelich sack fly. Touching <laughs> on base too, Ben. <laughs> um, I was gonna say. Also, update: Chris Paul just had his first turnover in the last since game one of the series. Caught him. <laughs> um, He's terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, do we want to dive a little bit more into the AFC West? Because I think we we touched it. We touched uh, I would love AFC to. North. But I think the AFC West is obviously the most fascinating division in all of sports, not just the NFL. <laughs> like, it's incredible. Yeah, it's unbelievable that there's that many. Russell, I've been saying it for years that the Broncos are just a QB away from going to the Super Bowl and winning it. Just okay, one QB. Okay, right. They have the foundation. Right. As of right now, who's your winner? Kansas City. Okay. I want Broncos. 
I'm gonna go wild card. I'm gonna go Los Angeles Chargers based on draft question mark. Okay. <laughs> Eric, I'll go. I'll, I'm going go Broncos. I'll, I'll go Broncos. I'm gonna go Broncos as well. I was I think, close to taking the Chargers too, Ben. I, I'm riding the Chargers train, uh, but I. We're all in our late. Well, not we're all in our late twenties. Some people are no longer in their late twenties. Yeah, how old um, are you, Michael? How old are you? Birthday. As of today, thirty. So, uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, been following the NFL for how long? All of us. I have years. never seen a division for with some this much offensive firepower. Yeah, at the QB position. Wide receiver, all of it. it. That division is stacked, and yes. it's just incredible. It, and, you and, could and, make an argument for any one of those teams to win the division because their quarterbacks are that yeah. good. And you can, and like we're not talking about the Raiders at all, but the Raiders made the playoffs last year, and they only got better. And they're going to stay competitive. They haven't really lost anyone. They keep adding additional people. They're going to have that chemistry, hopefully, between Carr and Adams. They got a feisty defense. It's Hunter Renfro, maybe the most underrated receiver in the league. <laughs> the AFC, the AFC West is almost as good as the NFC East. <laughs> right? Yeah. That, that yeah, sounds right. I don't think anyone yeah. can say anything. Yeah. So obvious. I'm just gonna let that one sit there. <laughs> I'm just gonna let it marinate. Uh, anyway. Uh, I do think the Broncos are going to take over the division. Uh, can I think it actually Kansas City and Broncos are going to tie, but the Broncos are going to win the tiebreaker um, in the end and win the division. Kansas City for the wild card. You got to find the Chargers a bet. Are, you got to find a bet. You got to find a bet. Oh, I'm that. for a bet. No, no, that specific scenario. Oh, you yeah. got to put a couple bucks down on that. Okay. Like Chiefs, Broncos tie. Broncos win 12 tiebreaker. And Twelve and five. Damn. They're both going to go twelve and five. Broncos win the yeah. tiebreaker. Bang. What do up. I get if I win? Uh, uh, it would be three dollars to win six hundred. All right, I'll take it. All right. There you go. Yeah. All right. So you guys pay me six hundred bucks? Um, no, I will not be paying you. <laughs> to be honest. Uh, y'all have to do like snow angels or something well, if it happens. I mean, Mike, you're the Packers owner. You should just ask. Um, Aaron Rodgers to right, structure his contract to give you that 600 bucks if you win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just restructure slightly. I'll just ask some money from Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Spieth, my two best friends. Well, you don't. You don't really need to ask. You're an owner. Yeah, this, yeah. I so, could actually force him. Yeah, you can just yeah do it. Yeah, why don't give you 600 bucks? You're cut. Just find him 600 bucks for for, for for being yeah, for the, being mean pocket, to his family for being mean to his family. <laughs> it's a later age. Right? Now you're trying to get me going. <laughs> Jordan, yeah, Jordan Rogers went on The Bachelor, so so you owe me six hundred dollars. <laughs> you're embarrassing Jordan, us. Jordan Rogers won The Bachelor. Won, yeah, the bachelor. won The Bachelor. It's like a game show, exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. interesting. I was my. Fan. Oh, yes. My oh, yeah. No, I was about to say interesting fact on the... Who's going first? Who's going here? Who's going here? Eric, you go. Eric, you go. Guys, we my have a raise your hand the, button. Uh, Super Bowl. Oh, my gosh. 
All right, cut this. This is this is this is out. This is this is outtake of the year right here. Yeah, this is, can't speak. I say right. leave it. All right, we're gonna cut back in three, two, one. I'm not cutting uh, this. My take for the Super Bowl is the Bills, which fun fact are the odds favorites to win the Super Bowl. Are they really? Yeah. That's not okay. surprise me. Bronco, Broncos and, and Chargers are tied for seventh favorite. How bad are, is the, are the Seahawks going to be? Um, when bad. they get Baker Mayfield, they're going to be amazing. So, they going to get Baker Mayfield? No. I think they're going to ride with Drew Locke because he's actually the GOAT. Are they going to draft Malik Willis? Tune in soon. We'll find out tomorrow night on the pod with Ben and Michael. Yes. They've got the right. same odds to win as the Panthers, Bears, and Giants. I'm surprised the Panthers even have odds with Sam Darnold. I'm a, I'm Sorry. shocked the Jets are are the Jets lower than them because the, the Jets, Jets are lower. Oh, good. I was gonna say like the Jets shouldn't should be lower than the everyone. Jets, Jets are tied for second to last with the Lions. Who's last? Texans being the last. Oh, forgot about that. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, Jets are tied with the Falcons. Falcons, Jets, Lions, plus fifteen thousand. Uh, what? Marcus Mariota's on the Falcons. Falcons are going going all the way. Daryl Patterson's on the Falcons again. He's resigned. Ben oh. and I had a Ben and I had a long time argument about who was going to be a better pro between Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota. Turns out they're both not good. Oof. Uh, come on. Jameis is. We're gonna eat better. a W. We're gonna eat a yeah. W. The W's been eaten. Oh, I forgot. Russell Gage is also off Atlanta, and he went to Tampa Bay. Yes. Because they that is a big, receiver. significant signing. I think so. I think Russell Gage is a really good player. <laughs> and Kelvin Ridley's obviously suspended, so. Kelvin Ridley, man. What a joke suspension in terms of just what we suspend people for in the league. I mean, yes. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. He got suspended for that. He should have been as, smarter as much as he did. It. As yeah, much he was as joking he did. about it on Twitter too, like I, yeah. an entire season. <laughs> I, I I don't know where we're we're at anymore, but uh, had such high hopes in general for Calvin Ridley. Yeah, I, like it's just uh, a shame. Current current sports going on while we're recording the podcast. Kyle Schwarber is going absolutely nuts right now. Just got ejected from the game. Phillies and Brewers on based on a balls and strikes call. And he is going he was going insane on this home plate on player. Oh, no, I missed it. I have my phone right here watching and I missed it. He chucks his bat, chucks his helmet, gets right into the dude, um tosses him immediately. Literally not even one second. After he called strike three, he tossed him from the game. And he's just screaming. He's on home plate going both sides. It's, it'll be all over social media. It was unbelievable. The The umpire's been horrible this game, by the way. His, yeah, the, that's what he's saying. Schwarber's, is... Schwarber's literally like all day, all day. You can read yeah. his lips all day. It's been like this. Yeah, it was so tremendous. Yeah, I think Bryce Harper earlier got uh, was stricken out, and it was just just a worst worst call. <sighs> You'll love to see it though if you're a Brewer fan. So I was going to chime in a little bit ago. We were on AFC West, and I was oh, curious yeah. what yeah. NFC division 
was the unfortunate four souls that had to play those teams. It is the NFC West. So that makes things interesting. We're going to get Rams and Cardinals and Niners put up against some of those teams in the AFC. Wow. Wow. Yeah, we're going to get the Seahawks getting blown out by one of the four of them. That's awesome. How many times does Seattle lose by 35-plus this next season? A lot, knowing they've got to play. Over-under is three and a half. I think I'm taking the over. They lost Bobby Wagner, and they lost Russell Wilson. 35 is a lot of points. But do the math. They got 10 games now against NFC West and AFC West. Take the over. I'm probably going over on that. I'll take the under. Cardinals twice, Niners twice, Rams twice, Broncos, Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers. I could see four out of the ten of those just being – just blocks. Seattle just getting wiped. It could easily happen. Clean. There's no way. I mean, Seattle's yeah, that's a tough schedule. How the mighty have fallen. I mean, we also forget though, Seattle did have the best backup QB last year in Geno Smith, and he did resign. So let's let's all let's all take some chill pills. Best backup staying in Seattle. Exactly. Geno Smith, uh DK Metcalf. Uh, Tyler Lockett, electric. Um, actually, I think that <laughs> Kurt Benkert is the best backup. Um, he took a he took a snap last season, and I'm really proud of him for that. He took a snap. Yeah, Kurt Kurt Benkert's like, uh, he, like he's a snap a, like a Snapchat like no it, he like he he snapped the ball and he kneeled it. Oh, it was, oh okay. He's electric. He's my probably one of my favorite Twitter follows, so I'm always gonna stand up for him. I agree with that. He's a good Twitter follow. He makes funny jokes. Yeah. And I'm a Vikings fan, and I follow him. That tells you how funny he is. <laughs> He's a good guy. But, yeah, going off that, um, would we agree in saying that, outside of the Seattle Seahawks, unfortunately, that um, the NFC West is the best NFC division? Yeah, I think those two. Yeah. It's great yeah. that they get to play. It's not even a question, yeah. yeah. That's going to be great for a wild card in standings and stuff because they're going to beat up on each other. Yeah. So all the best teams are probably not going to make it Absolutely. next year. Because those, those AFC and NFC teams are going to play each other. And you're not going to get, probably not going to get two wild card teams from the same division. I mean, it happens sometimes, but. Yeah, it'll be interesting, for sure. Yeah, I just and uh, last thought, and maybe this is a biased opinions as regards to because there's a good chunk of us here who are NFC North followers. Um, where what what is everyone's thoughts on the NFC North this year? And because we, we have a lot of followers probably who do pay attention close to NFC North, and we. We mentioned the Packers and the Lions briefly, but just in general and overall, the NFC North as a whole, where what are, where are we thinking? In kind I of, think it's possible the Lions don't finish last place. I think the Bears might. Yes. I and I'm gonna be so I, happy. I, mean, I I don't like what the Bears have done this offseason. No. I don't like. This is me looking and say you have a young quarterback, and what have you put around him? You haven't put, built an offensive line. You have lost weapons at the receiver position. 
like they what have the Bears done yeah. that they lost uh, Akeem Hicks too? Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, defensive players. Uh, honestly, it's it's full strip. They're stripping everything down. They're full rebuild mode, and it's going to take a long time to to get that back. And I mean, you'll have to have Justin Fields on board with that too, right? Because I mean, they're not going to be done with this rebuild in in two or three years. Oh yeah, no, he's going to be taking hits, and they're going to be losing a lot of games. Yeah. And I don't know if how much that'll hurt his development. Yeah, I don't know what Justin Fields is going to be now. Yeah, he's in a I, bad situation. He's in a bad situation. Um, the exact yeah. opposite was happening with Miami and Tua. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. They're not doing anything to help Justin Fields. And this is like a terrible time, too, in terms of a coaching change in his second year as well. Like, that's that's a hard situation for a young quarterback to kind of come into where you're, you figure out kind of like your guy, Matt Nagy, what he's going to do. And then he's already on the hot seat, so then he's gone. And now you bring in a guy who is a defensive-minded head coach, and which means they're gonna, they brought in an offensive coordinator who's going to be called new play caller. And um, he's going to have to basically probably kind of figure it out all again with a new offensive coordinator. Coaching changes don't help. Um, it's especially on a young, young player like that. Like, I think really, anytime you get rid of Matt Nagy, though, well, it's probably a good thing. I mean, ultimately, it's a good thing, but it depends on like how close was Justin Fields with Matt Nagy? How much did he actually learn from him, and where was he with him? Because it's true. And if this new guy is gonna do try to change how Nagy was trying to develop him and do it worse, or like do something that throws him off worse, you can't do worse. It's really hard to do worse, but yeah, there's I, always a possibility. <laughs> they, they're definitely, they have to draft a wide receiver, right? They have to get a weapon for him that they can connect with and kind of like grow together, right? I would say a wide receiver or rebuild that offensive line to protect him at all costs. Yeah. Like, it's one or the other, but I, and correct me if I'm wrong, someone, I don't believe they have a first. Chicago does not have a first-round pick. I'm looking it up right now. They okay. do have two seconds. That's right. Okay. That's right. Um, but in total, they have six picks. So they're, they're really betting hard on those two second-round picks to, this year to kind of do it. And they could use yeah, those for ammunition to come up into the first round, potentially, if they like someone enough. So they really, Now, the good thing, for, good thing for them, right, they need offensive line help and receiver help. This class is deep. And yeah. offensive line and wide receiver. Yeah, so they can still be get some studs in the second round. Yeah. yeah, they can still get solid players at both positions in round two. Um, but with so many team needs, issues with the cap, the only having six picks, all this stuff going on, it's tough for me to buy what the Bears are doing to the point where I, I'm not saying the Lions are going to finish ahead of them. I'm a Lions fan. I know what they are. It is possible. It is possible. Yeah. For stop. Sure. In general, the NFC stop. North is weaker than stop. it's been. Michael, stop. Wait. Come on. The Lions are going. The Lions are going two and fifteen. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't I think really it's true think at all. You know what? If they go team. two and fifteen, Jacob, that's fine by me. I feel like that's what they should be trying to accomplish, so they can get Bryce Young. Paired right. with all the young right. and then, and then he and then he puts on, on the a, and then he puts on the lion helmet and he ruins his career too. I well, mean, yeah, that's what will happen. But then I'll have, 
I'll have optimism come next year. I mean, I'll have optimism. Right. I'll I mean, believe Michael, that it could happen, even right. though I don't want. Michael, you know what's going to happen is they're not going to draft Bryce Young. They're going to draft C.J. Stroud, and you're really going to have a hard time rooting oh. for the game because he's Ohio State, and he's going to be so good, and it's going to kill you inside. Don't you speak know what? that You know what? Us. I would take – if you tell me right now <laughs> C.J. Stroud is the Lions' starting quarterback in 2023 and he eventually wins them a Super Bowl, I don't no, care that no, he's a Buckeye you can't helmet. with a statue up outside Ford Field for C.J. Stroud. If that happens, I will praise the man. Someone he would have accomplished that, something that, no one has accomplished that. since the 50s. Oh, the Lions winning is – I don't think, like, you can put any great leader in the history of, of, the, of time. They couldn't win the Lions the Super Bowl. There's no way. Vince Lombardi in Detroit? No, he's to eat talking. I'm talking leaders like George Washington, Alexander, oh, you're, you're like, Alexander the Great. Little, yeah, exactly. Like, like anyone, nobody. No, I, I'm wholeheartedly with you on that. Wholeheartedly with you. It's just not happening. Abraham Lincoln God. owning this stuff and owning the lines. He, he's not doing anything. Yeah, pick a pick a Greek god. Dude, They're not leading slavery. the Lions to a Super Bowl. He wouldn't win if the Zeus Lions do it. No, Zeus, Hercules, Athena, none of them. None of them. <laughs> well, <That's> funny. <laughs> I, honestly, <Man>. if... <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, I got us off topic a little bit. It's just, it's just our life. You know, it is. It is. Like, hey, pain is, is the life. You just, pain, you just hear Michael talk. Misery. You just hear Michael talk about, like, draft picks and, like, drafting high and, and all this stuff. And it's like you take a tight end to the top 10 and then you take Jeff Okuda, the third overall, and you, you take tight end twice. Brandon Pettigrew over Aaron 10. Donald. And it like these things, they just happen over and over and over and over again. And, and it's the lions. That's the lions, man. It's, 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 what that's they who do. they are. It's what it's who they, they are. And we just have to, you have to embrace their suck. That's what you have to do. Hey, but when they do get the star players, they kind of waste the career. Like Calvin Johnson, oh, Barry Sanders, they retire yeah. early. And Can Donald Jones, Sue, Sue, no. is, Sue is fantastic. And then Bolton leaves. Like, yeah, I mean, as like, you know, Sue is one of my least favorite players. Sure, but like, like oh, he's great dirty. defensive tackle. Like, yeah. uh, oh, like yeah. anchor defensive lineman so in his good prime. For so long. And he's still doing damage. Who's he on the and They had him still? and Calvin Johnson. <laughs> And so you got an all-time great offensive player, all-time great defensive player, couldn't even win a playoff game. Not Could not it. even, like, make Could a it. Super Bowl, NFC Championship game. Couldn't even win one playoff game. Playoff. 2014 Detroit Lions, the only Lions team with a legitimately good defense because they had all those players, and they don't win a playoff game. That's the life. All right, I'm good. I got it out. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I brought it out of you a little bit too. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say to close that up. Uh, I think uh, it, uh, the North still runs through Green Bay, unfortunately, yeah. and I think the in not being biased, but I think the only team that can compete with the Packers is the Vikings in the division. Bears. Oh yeah, Vikings. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not it's not a. You could say it's a biased <laughs> thing. It's just reality. Um, the Vikings are the one team I'm curious about just with an offensive-minded head coach 
and the weapons that they have. Yeah. Can that coach do things uh, with Kirk Cousins under center and those weapons that prior coaches have not really been able to piece together? Um, yeah, Mike Zimmer, who wants to run an aged offense from the seven, 70s, basically, it feels like, that he's still trying to run today. But You have two top-tier receivers in the yeah. NFL. Like, it just doesn't <laughs> make sense. Yeah, ground um, and pound forever, apparently. <laughs> you know, and it's... So if they can score points at a higher rate than they've been doing, Green Bay should still win the division. They have Aaron Rodgers, but they're not as talented as they've been in the last five years. This is probably the least talented Packers team we've seen in the last five years. So they'll probably win the Super Bowl. Is a year where the Vikings could (laughs) chip them, it would be this year. I'm not saying they're going to. I still think the Packers win this division by, like, three-plus games. But I think I'm going to disagree. I think that the Packers are pretty talented. They obviously lost talent this year, but they're able to retain. They're able to retain Razul Douglas and uh, Devondre Campbell. Devondre Campbell, by the way, one of the most underrated Pro Bowlers linebackers in in the NFL. And then, I mean, they got some. They got three studs in the cornerbacks. Um, You know, Jair Alexander. He's going to get paid. Uh, Razul Douglas, you know, he's kind of like a Trevon Diggs. He blows coverage, but he gets lots of picks. Ball hawk, but you can play with it. And then Eric Stokes, rookie, he played really well. So I'm really, really encouraged with our defense. We got rid of Zadarius, but honestly, he played like a game last year, and we were still solid without him and Jair. So I'm I'm so, still a big fan of where our defense is at. I think that we'll probably end up getting like some sort of edge rusher. I just want um, to play devil's advocate. I want to play the other yeah. side of it. And because controversy is great for podcasts. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm just happy with the defense. I, I agree with all that stuff. But then you, like you said, though, you lost to Darius Smith, right? Lost Devonte Adams. Uh, there was another big loss. Well, what they have, they have like 12 picks in this draft. Like they, they can. Sure. Sure. But I'm saying right as of picks. right now, they are definitely not better than they were last year. As I agree right with now. that. I wasn't making that argument. I was saying okay. that, I mean, he said that this is the worst team in five years. I, I was disagreeing okay. with that. Okay. All right. All right. That's fair. Um, yeah, and not as talented as last year, but I still have hopes. In that time span, at least. What was that? It's the best defense in that time span, at least. Yeah, though. and um, the offense yeah, I'm really happy with, with where our defense stuff. is at, so. Yeah. I will and say. Last year, and last year's defense was really good. They should have won that better and better as they the year went that- on. I mean, they we didn't allow a touchdown game. to San Francisco in a playoff right. game with the loss, right. but like that—that that just doesn't happen. That was an anomaly yeah, outlier. Right. Yeah. So. Because Aaron Rodgers is a choke artist, but uh, he did choke. Yes, he absolutely did. <laughs> I, I mean, got to see with put, the pa- I got to see Packers too on offense. Right. Put your futures down on Mitch Trubisky MVP, right, Eric? Absolutely. Absolutely. Hundred percent. I mean, the man is going to just dumps to Najee Harris. And Deontay Johnson, they're just gonna they're just gonna take it to the house. You're gonna see athleticism you've never imagined possible before. <laughs> In this high speed, fast moving Matt Canada offense, Mitch is gonna be I I legit I legit hope Trubisky plays real like he's not I, he's not gonna be an all pro, like crazy awesome, but I legit hope he has like a like a, a bit of a resurrection in 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 uh pittsburgh it would make chicago look so bad 
I'm sa- I was sitting here thinking that. I'm like, great. if Trubisky in that division takes the Steelers to the playoffs, Matt right. Nagy should never get an NFL job again, period. Hey, Matt Nagy was coach of the year, Michael. He was. And that he was won all coach of the year. That. And then the double doink happened, and it ended the Bears franchise again. And I hear double doink, and I immediately get a smile. It's just, it's conditioned. Yeah. Warm feeling inside. That's, that's so nice. fair. Man. Goodness. All right. So we got, we're, we're about to wrap up, right? Correct. Um, we got, let's see, we got NHL finishing this week. So then we'll get into, we'll get a little playoff talk. Hopefully next week. Um, and then NBA, NBA will be finishing up this week. So we'll get around two matchups. NFL literally is a never ending. You can always talk about different NFL stuff. Yeah. And then and MLB, MLB season's going on right now. Twins, Super first cool. place right now. That's what's up. Slope the White Sox. Byron Buxton's future MVP. That's a fact. Walk-off um, dinger today, right? He had two home runs. He tied it in the seventh and then hit a walk-off to win it in the tenth. Literally goat. He's the Buxton's goat. a beast. He's, yeah. he's next one to 3,000 hits. MVP lock. He's got a long way to make up since his injury. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but I was just going to say, um, and tomorrow... Probably will be released. But yeah, when you're listening to this tomorrow, there will be a special NFL draft episode that we will be releasing for your beautiful pleasures, a mock draft. And that will be being recorded tomorrow. And that will be glorious. And it will be a first bonus round. Episode. First just round. the first round, yeah. Just, just the first, first round. round. And then maybe sprinkle sprinkle in some later draft targets and, and uh Yeah, yeah. yeah. Things okay. like that. We'll get everything in there. We might have some special guests making picks for uh, their teams in the first rounds and uh, maybe some people, other people joining us here and there. But uh, should be, be should be a fun time. And uh, we hope you listen to that and this one, obviously. Um, and with that being said, um, I think... Follow uh, all of us. Follow all of us on Twitter right now. Oh, that's right. Do it. Do it. Do it, do, do it. it. Yes. And follow and the then tell and then tell people to follow us on Twitter. Yes. And share share everything. Share the podcast. If you listen, even if you're not on Twitter, share the podcast with people who then can find us on Twitter at Don't You K Sports. If you're curious. And then uh, the more podcast listeners we get, the bigger we get, and the more we can provide you with, the better quality. You can get some jams, some music, some sound effects in here because uh, as great of a editing producer and sound producer as I am for not having any experience, uh, it could be better. <laughs> That's right. We're going to keep grinding. We're going to keep better. getting better. Exactly. always be better. That's right. Well, thank all right. you all for tuning in to another episode of Don't You Know Sports. Uh, we will see you next week and maybe even tomorrow if you listen to the Draft Pod. God bless.